0: Today on the Whatsoever Things Show, we get introduced to the wizard, Mike shares his 20 New Year's goals, and the guys discuss the health and wealth gospel. There's also some talk about lions. It's another great show, so hang on. Here we go. Well, hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Whatsoever Things Show, a podcast designed to stimulate your mind, tickle your funny bone, and encourage your faith.
1: Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things.
0: This is episode five of the Whatsoever Things show recorded on February 8th, 2021. The Old Man Podcast.
2: Here we are at another Whatsoever Things podcast and uh, I'm Mike Rumor. I'm the host de facto. We've got (laughs) Thomas. Hello. Josh. Yep. <laughs> um, we have Pastor Daniel behind the, the, Push. the digital gadgets. He pushing refuses he pushes the button.
3: He says he, he's pushing. He's pushing my buttons. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> he refuses to have a microphone. Uh, there's a podcast I listen to and they call the, the guy, like Daniel's, the wizard. <laughs> the wizard. I, don't, I don't want to give him that name. <laughs> <laughs> make that too high.
3: That. Oh, he's good oh, with the wizard.
1: All right.
2: Good. And today we have a special guest. We have Mike Hamlin. Welcome to yeah. the whatsoever podcast
4: glad to be here glad to be here
2: we we tried not to build it up there is no expectation so <laughs> um appreciate you coming tonight um today uh, I, I wanted just, to start off yes
1: just legend, mike hamlin is my dad so okay just if full that disclosure. comes across in the so
2: we're going to say full names <laughs> here mike hamlin josh hamlin oh they yeah are, Shoot, i they're. wanted
1: to be anonymous that's right oh well you're jay-anon Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> on, yeah.
2: Instead of
3: QAnon, no, you and on. I got you. <laughs>
2: well, I like to start off first. I've had an interesting week. Um, first, my gym that I've gone to the last two years closed, and I've, I've had a somewhat successful run of going there early in the morning and working out. And I may, you know, I tend to eat more when I work out more, and it, it doesn't it offsets the work I've done but my gym closed down and uh, like for for they went out of business okay so it wasn't a COVID like wow we're just going to shut down for a couple of days no way yep oh man the (laughs) one over there by pepper tree yes um then I got a call from HR that Mm -hmm. someone applied for unemployment compensation in my name so i've got to go now and check to see if someone's <laughs> stolen my identity i guess they just called to say we know it's the no but we need to ask you did you apply for unemployment benefits uh, i was like no okay that's all we need to know i was like wait, wait, does that mean someone stole my identity we don't know we just got a letter stating you've applied oh, you no. know it's,
3: it's kind of funny because uh this morning when i checked my work email i had an email that our hr department didn't have an i-9 form on me stating my eligibility to work And I've been there for almost five years, and all of a sudden they don't. Yeah, so now I've got to take them all the
1: information. So that
3: now I'm a little worried.
1: What the office space where they're like the guy was fired two years ago, but they didn't correct it on the paperwork. So he's been working there the whole time. I I, I just need my stapler back. Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, Thomas, Josh, and I we all work for government, so. Quote unquote work. Uh, quote unquote. M- yeah, for local government. So. I feel like I need to explain myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. So so we've got to be careful sometimes because. And so, third, uh, it, it's a good thing, but my oldest daughter turned 17. And so I, f- I feel like I really remember like being 17 and 18, but. And it's like, wow, my daughter's 17. So that's cool. It was just kind of. She's probably a better serve. character than you, though. I yes. just and then I'll add a lot of fourth. <laughs> I, actually, I tried to get contacts. I had an eye exam and tried to go to contacts. And you can see I'm wearing glasses because I cannot get a contact in my eye. Well, and I've made fun of people that <laughs> may have worked here in the past sure. that tried that. And, uh, but that's me.
3: i got to do something. My eyesight's getting yes. worse. I, I rarely wear my glasses. Yep. I've been wearing them more lately. And even sometimes I'm still like, oh, no, well, they are not good enough.
2: I've gone through three frames and i'm on my second lens i'm like i just need to go to contacts well that was yeah so um anyways the old man podcast. <laughs> i know i was just want <laughs> to say who wants to listen to this like, my have, job's giving me so, crap
1: <laughs> i can't see no more
2: It's so i remote i've also i mean not to hey, not to new balance
1: shoes are all right
2: not to make this podcast about me but i've also wanted to talk about 20 things in 2021 that i've started to try to make myself a a better christian a better man or what have you so i'm gonna go over these points and tell you what i've done and if you have anything to reject you can if you disagree with me on any of these
1: as experts we'll tell you where you went wrong no
2: disagreements Uh. or doubts okay (laughs) all right so uh number one uh well i've tried to be more purposeful in things i do and so i've incorporated these steps number one wake up early i kind of had already done that uh, what would you I, consider early? Well, I I adhere to the Jocko Willink time. Do you know what Jocko does? <laughs> uh uh-uh. He's that Navy SEAL guy, and he posts on Instagram wait. his watch when he wakes up at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, cool. Every day. Well, I beat him. I wake up at 4.24.
1: Yeah, but wait. Do <laughs> no. you just wake up to go to the bathroom? No, I would just... wake up
2: to, and go to the gym. I'd get to the gym at 4.45. Here's my problem.
1: Is Jocko the... the, the um pull-up champion Is he the no he's record? the Navy no.
2: SEAL that led he, he's got a book out and he's a big podcaster mm-hmm. and a lot of people look at him for advice the so, pull-up I
3: mean, guy was David Goggins, yeah. right? David he, Goggins. Just got, he got beat just a, a little while ago yeah. by Cameron Haynes' son mm. yeah, he, really? He, yeah, yeah, Cameron yeah Cameron Haynes' son dude. Cam's, Cam's Haynes? son beat him that's a family of athletes yes. yeah I'm telling you those are,
2: those are natural oh. freaks <clears throat> yes so number two is oh sorry have quiet time with god now i typically i have a 45 minute drive to work and so that's usually when i do my quiet time so i've just tried to be more purposeful in the quiet time um either uh listening to a good christian podcast or or reading the bible app not that you're supposed to read when you're driving but i have quiet time there (laughs) um number three move my body um that's just be purposeful and making sure i move my body now again i've lost my gym i need to figure something out this is day what four of not having a gym number four lift heavy things so that's something good move your body lift heavy things Uh, five read a bunch now this podcast has helped in that endeavor because i kind of do some prep and look at ideas so i'm reading more Mm -hmm. you're going to say something josh I was just thinking
1: I put I pick things up and put them down. That's, All I was just, thinking
3: was just make make your sandwich for lunch bigger. bigger. That way it's heavier.
1: That's true. You know what I'm I think That's, you're way overcomplicating uh, your life, Dad. <laughs> Dad, what's your what's your routine? You do any of
2: this stuff? Or uh, well, I'm too busy to do most of it. <laughs> wait, wait, I heard a story. <laughs> right. uh, I think Josh told us a story. Well, it had to have been Josh. I don't, I don't think it was Johnny.
4: But Josh when looks you nervous. were
2: first married there was uh, you lived in a tent and he had a weight <laughs> weight bench outside or something it's
4: all I, true it's all true
2: <laughs> the legend, That's the legend. legend. yeah you almost, come uh, out of the tent i must lift <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah i had a i had a you know weight bench there plus i think yeah, i think i had about 160 pounds on it and uh you know my brother-in-law he came over there of course we were camping out in the campground and everything you know I had been there about oh, several months i guess
1: <laughs> how long
4: did you live in a tent dad <laughs> oh i'd say three months probably something okay. like that and uh anyway he came over now, and Moses to did you waves. go near the holy yeah just Moses did. <laughs> 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 just no. in
1: the wilderness outside the holy <laughs> <laughs> promised land
4: but uh I guess he tried to bench press that 160 pounds he said I think I can handle this thing Hamlin. let me see if I can do this He got down there and uh but he managed to lift it three times you know so so I said well I'll see what I can do that's right because i know exactly what i was doing <laughs> <laughs> and I, I lifted about 26 times just like that boom 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> i didn't mean to embarrass him in front of his wife there. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things that happens you know? <laughs> We we had a so, great time out there camping and uh, a time. the legend is real <laughs> so
1: that, yeah you need to lift it what 26 times
2: 160 yeah 160 that's what you by, got by I won't tell you my goal, but anyhow. You <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I read a lot. I've I've been pick. I've been trying to read some C.S. Lewis, not to take Josh's role here, hey, but that's, just to. That's it's, guy. It, I, you, you got me the book, and I felt bad. And you talk yeah, about him all the I, time. I got
3: it for like years ago. <laughs> it's a hard read, man. It really it's like not I, that bad. I, no, and what I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't mean it's a hard read. I mean it's it's something you have to have time for, because you can't hey. just it like, was- cuz i read i read a fair amount but when i read i can i can blow through five chapters yeah. five chapters in, well, a, in an afternoon or an evening. And with that, like if I read half a page, hey, I you gotta, gotta spend go back to the next
1: forty five minutes contemplating yeah. my yeah, existence. Yeah, you do. But and it's just in it's the forties in the forties that went out over the air. Yeah. That was a radio show. Yes. And people would pick it up and
2: listen to it. You know, it's because the reading level back then was more than a fifth grade.
1: Well, yeah. And so that mm-hmm. book was written for lay people. It wasn't written for <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that's what it was. It yeah. may yeah. have been,
3: but but here's Mere Christianity by the way here's my potential about rebuttal to that if you took somebody that was as smart as C.S. Lewis is today and you said hey write a book for the layperson," yeah how would it come across you know yeah. what I'm saying like he you know there's a there's a different intellect there he where he'd be read, like that, anybody should be able to read that and then I'm over here trying to read it and I'm like I don't understand any of it
1: yeah some of his more academic books are really tough yeah um, The Abolition of Man you have to read that a few times um, God in the Dock is pretty tough there's some, but I mean, keep reading. Get what yes, you can. Yeah. And go back. and read I'm, I'm again. going to. It's just taking yeah, a long Emble. time
3: because I I read you know a couple of pages and yeah. then I got to spend an hour contemplating everything I just read because mm-hmm. it's so so simple yet so deep at the same time that it's mm-hmm. it's hard to to just blow through it.
2: Another thing I do is eat clean. So. I mean, I rinse off my fruit before I eat it. Whoa. Is, that you?
1: is, is, is the hypocrisy on your list? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to eat clean. Okay, I need that's to be more like purposeful.
2: <laughs> eating clean. That's um, food bag
1: right over the, right
2: there. Here's one that, I, I, this is probably my toughest. Look for problems. So then the next one is solve them. So if you and, and the thing is, I can walk around my house and find a lot of problems. There's the, the door jam that doesn't work right, and I'm constantly you so have to look for them. Well, I, they my find me. My wife brings That's those a, problems well, to on. me as soon as I, put, I open the this door. This is a work in progress. Like, Honey, I seem I just to got home. they seem to find me when I'm not looking. i was gonna so. say
3: if I had so few problems that I had to look for them, oh, my man. buddy, I'd be okay. I'd here's be the happy. rest. <laughs> I'm just gonna run through the rest.
2: So the next one was solve it. Here's another one. Learn a new skill. It's Kind of podcasting is a new skill. Okay. Maybe looking at yeah. uh, help a family member. I've done that. Um, Check. Check. Yes, I'll be <laughs> doing that. You're good for the I, year. I do, I do the <laughs> tax. I do the taxes for one of my family members, <laughs> so I'll do 1993? that. Serve 1993? a neighbor. <laughs> I've have <laughs> served the neighbor. Um, pick up a new hobby. Is That's kind that of that podcasting. podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Connect with a lost relationship. I did do that before I made this list, though. So I'll count that one. And you gotta do another um, one. Work with your hands. Donate to charity. I did do that. I gave blood for the first time a couple of weeks ago. <sighs>
3: I need to do that.
2: Donate to charity. Um, build a project. I did. And Josh, you saw it. Yeah. My new table in the back porch. Yeah. Um, make a connection. I did that via LinkedIn with someone. And That's one of the lost connections. That's. Do you know what LinkedIn is? Mm-hmm. That's the okay. That's the workplace.
3: Yeah, that's social
0: media social, thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's the only one I have, by the way. Um, share a connection. I haven't shared a connection yet. What does that mean? That's how you make a connection. And it can benefit, you know, something that could benefit you. Something like here, you you want to meet this guy, this person, this gal, this person. Build a product. And that's kind of the podcast is a product we're trying to build.
1: But you it sounds like you're rolling podcast into that's a true. lot of these. <laughs> and then now, here's you, the last one. Okay. Me, here's yeah. the last
2: one. And I have my wife's permission to, to say this. <laughs> Uh-oh. Be the man in the house.
1: <laughs> okay. Right.
2: You know, so she's going to let you be yeah, the man? She's letting you I, say I, it or letting I, you be uh, it? Which, that, that was the number 20 on the list I found, so... <laughs> And I thought that'd be funny. I'm in the man of my I house and I have my wife's permission to say so. Organized. That's a
3: funny saying. So. I wear the pants in my family and my wife said I could say that. Yeah. So. Look,
1: here's my list. I just try to get to bed by 930. If, that's, if I can do that, I'm doing pretty good. All right. So what are we talking
2: about? Um, okay. So we're going to talk about the health and wealth gospel. And it's, it's something that I've come across sort of looking at, um, not only people's uh, I don't have Facebook, but Instagram but just following up on people in, that, that I think have live a life that I want to live they sometimes put these lists together or, or talk about topics and a lot of what I'm finding is people are saying get rich, you have the right to be rich, you're the king you have the right hmm. to eat like a king and, it's, and these guys are coming from a Christian background and so it's this idea of yeah i think it's it's people that and then we know that health that wealth gospel is very popular among people and i think yeah. it's popular among people that just want to stay in blessings they, they live their life maybe they're being blessed but that's what they think about they just want yeah. to they stay in this this act this this place of receiving blessings and in, in relying and relying on their that and moving forward it's all blessing thing. based and it, it totally dis evolves the spiritual side which is huge. Should obviously. we should we
3: start just by giving like the the clinical definition oh. of the health and wealth gospel? That way anybody that maybe doesn't know it, you know what I'm yes. saying, we can we I can explain what it is up front.
1: Before we even get started with that, we should be careful because um, there is like you want to irrigate the desert and then cut back the jungle you don't want to do the opposite there are people who do need to be encouraged to ask god for things you know god it says you have not because you ask not and Mm -hmm. it does say um seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of god and his righteousness and these things will be added to you i mean there's there are there's these promises in the bible and there are people who need only ask and god wants to you know bless them and i don't and they're in the desert we need to irrigate the desert But on the other side of that coin, like you're saying, people who are successful will say that you have to give God so much a sacrifice Mm -hmm. and you'll be successful like me. Or um, you're not healthy because you don't have enough faith to be healthy. Uh, That's, I think, cutting the jungle. So we got to balance that, you know, make sure that we're not. Some people need encouragement. Some people need to be. I think straightened out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
2: you have a definition for it?
1: I I, I don't. I'll okay. look one up real well, quick.
2: I had a situation <laughs> where I had an employee come to me, and he, I know he had started a, a multi-level marketing business, the one where they sell the juice. Um, it was a uh, Jamba Juice. Uh,
1: Jamba. Juice? I don't know.
2: Say I'll say the name Mona V or something like that. It was one that you saw popular. But he, he brought skin? me. He brought. Yeah. He started talking. Uh, 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 on the side more spiritual stuff and it was like okay then he and he gave me a book from one of the well-known people that uh preachers that people categorize as a wealth gospel and then it then it then came the pitch to to get in on the Mm -hmm. this multi-level market oh yeah so i saw that as okay this is kind of in line with focus on yourself um there's uh, two
1: sides of this too there's the health Sometimes it's called the prosperity gospel, but there's the health. And usually, I think with the health one, it well, I guess both of them are the same. They usually, there's a trade off where I give God my faith, you know, I really believe, and then I will receive what I want. And if I believe hard enough, I'll get it. Um, And then there's also the, the financial side, whereas if I sacrifice enough of my money now, to God and give it to God. God's going to re- bless me and I'm going to be set for the rest of my life in the future. And I think it is a problem because I think, I, th- I think especially new Christians fall into that fall into this. And then when it doesn't work out for them, they'll be like, "Well, I tried Christianity. That was a, that was crazy."
3: Yeah. Well, I've I've got the the Wikipedia, oh. and I'm, I want to throw that out there. that We're, okay. we're using a <laughs> a, a somebody loose. Somebody find a dictionary. Yeah, somebody there. find a dictionary. <laughs> uh, the. They're, they're calling it the prosperity, prosperity <laughs> theology, the health and wealth gospel. It's a religious belief among some Christians that financial blessing and physical well-being are always the will of God for them and that faith, positive speech, and donations to religious causes will increase one's material wealth.
4: Well, well there's a lot of uh, concepts in the Bible, and a lot of it's written down about tied to wealth and gaining wealth prosperity those kind of things and i think uh well one's isaiah 58 there's a lot there's a lot there in isaiah 58 that talks about it promises that you know if you follow these prom- if you you know if you do these things mm-hmm. that uh, wealth and prosperity will come to you will be right upon the high places of the earth it says at the last couple of verses but uh you know one of them is keeping the sabbath day and i know most christians don't don't follow that too much but it's <laughs> it's one of the things right there in isaiah it's a promise and also, I think it. Uh, I think it's a well. Let me read one little verse here. Oh yeah, if thou draw out the, if they draw out that soul to the hunger and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall the light rise in obscurity, and that darkness shall be as noonday. So he's talking about helping people, helping people, helping the poor, things like that. Mm-hmm. Our darkness shall be as noonday, which that sounds like prosperity to me. And uh, also, it goes on to say a lot of things here. He says, satisfy that soul in drought. Uh, make thy bones fat, and thou shalt be like a, a watered vineyard and a spring of water whose waters fail not. It goes on and on here. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's an amazing thing, to say with the Sabbath day. You know, it says, Then thou shalt delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And I think this is just one part of the Bible, that ta- part of it that talks about it. But if you look at Jesus' life also, it's another thing, you know. Yeah. Was he a rich man was he wealthy uh, he says the son of man has no place to lay his head mm-hmm. the foxes a holes I, exactly i got no place mm-hmm. to lay my head you know yeah and he he could have had all the wealth in the world oh, being yeah. the son of god he could have had that but he chose to be kind of a humble man and just a, a man who didn't have very much wealth to deal with but but uh you know that's the way so this prosperity is not always
1: financial the
4: top of the mountain you know it's a it's being humble before god being right before him Thinking about his concepts and his ways of doing things. That's where true prosperity is. That's it's right. not really mm-hmm. in finances and wealth, but it's in a relationship with God and a relationship with him and being close to him, those kind of things. That's the greatest thing that a man can have for prosperity. But uh, there's many promises in the Bible about this, not just Isaiah 58, but there's a lot of them. There.
2: Yeah, I've got Psalm 103 talk about what David, some of the things David uh, talks about. Yes, and...
1: In... Yeah, prosperity isn't financial. It is... <laughs> Yeah, the closeness with God that you have is more valuable than anything. That's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just thought that was really yeah. well said.
2: No, uh, look. I, I've heard this said. You know, the early church was married to poverty, prisons, and persecutions. And today's <laughs> church is married to prosperity, personality, yeah. and popularity.
1: Well, That's and pretty good. It's true. <laughs> well, it's not true across the board, but it is true for a lot of a, a lot, lot time especially time. in the United States. I mm-hmm. think um, mm-hmm. it seems like if we look back in time, it's it seems like this started when T V started coming around, you know, and it, it was like, Well, let's get preachers on the radio and that seemed to work out good. I think um what's his name? Uh the big evangelist there, uh
2: Jimmy. There no
1: burn, no I'm Burn Pick One. Oh my goodness, Jimmy not Jimmy, good Joel Lord. Joel No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He Anyways, he they, they they asked him to get on TV and he said he wouldn't do it. He preferred the radio. Um, but there's like mm. this new media has come out where you can get in front of the TV and talk. And it st- I think it started out well, but there's bills to pay and things that have to be done. And yes. so it's like, we That's need true. your support to keep going right. to do our ministry. And that turns into another thing, turns into mm. another thing. And by the time it's gotten out of hand, it's if you give God your money, he's going to overflow you with blessings. And God yes. might. Yes. He might. But he might not. It's yes. not your will. It's yes. not a transaction, you, a deal you mm-hmm. make with God. It's mm-hmm. what God wants on your life.
2: That's a good analogy. If, if you start it and you, you've got to, as you know, technology changes, you've got to constantly update your technology, which costs. You've got a plan. You want to grow and put together a good broadcast. And yes, then you get caught. And I, you see this to, to bring it to where I work in the government realm. if if, if a city or county has a police department, you want it to be the best police department. Well, how do you do that? You spend money, you you get more officers, you get better equipment, you get accredited. But in order to have that stuff, it costs more and more. And you end up spending all of this to get this goal to have the best department. Well, what is the best department? Does the best department need to have a full SWAT team? No, but maybe it does. And so I could see where you're saying where they started out. And as you grow, I mean... You yeah. change out.
1: I, I think one thing led to another, led to another, and became a TV event. Now there's still some decent ones, I'm sure, yes. but I haven't watched any in a long time, so I don't know. But it seems like it spun out of control to where it had to be, and it was just the and the most successful ones rose to the yes. top. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. And not successful yes. air quotes, by the way. Not. Yes. Not- I,
2: I worked with a guy that was bitter towards women. He he went through a nasty divorce, and he he was bitter towards women. Except he loved, loved that female preacher, and I'm just forgot her name, Joyce Meyer. Joyce Meyer. He bought all of her stuff, and it was just kind of okay. Jack, I didn't understand why he did that, but he. I don't want to speak. To you I'm you not part. saying she's the <laughs> she's the wealth gospel, but he spent money on her. Is that she was wealth? his church. Is she watching prosperity? her and I don't buying think her. She is. So.
1: I see a teeter totter. Uh, okay, I don't. I but just anyways, read one book sure. from her. He, he, that know. was
2: his church, so he spent his resources there, which that's where he got fed. Mm-hmm. You know, so what? So yeah. what? I think the problem with this is, as I said, it it it, it becomes more about worship of material blessings, leaves out the spiritual realm, and in this the church today we need the spirit. Obviously, we're assembly of gods. That's one of our foundations, mm-hmm. and we need, you know we're not going to have a wet-eyed spirit-filled service without a wet-eyed spirit-filled pastor that's looking at wet-eyed spirit-filled parishioners. And if if we're just living in this blessing, I need, you know, the more I'm blessed, the more I can bless people. Well, you're you're leaving out the spiritual side and to so that's something I find wrong with it or I yeah. I don't want to get caught in that.
1: Well, I think I heard pastor say one time uh, if
2: pastor daniel wants to talk so much
1: get you a mic daniel <laughs> i've heard pastor daryl say one time that if the gospel doesn't preach in the poorest town city in africa or the poorest place in africa then it's not the gospel mm-hmm. and if you're doing there's you you can just imagine a a, a poor lady living in one, a one room hut with arthritis who is has a prayer life beyond your belief and to say that she doesn't have like she's not praying hard enough or she hasn't given enough wealth away to earn you know it's just it's it doesn't work there and it doesn't work there it's probably not the Mm -hmm. gospel the gospel spread around the world because it was uh you're doomed to hell here's a way out and that's why it's it works
4: i guess uh the tithe and the offering is something i wanted to mention here too it's another concept concept in the bible the first fruits you know of your earnings the first fruits of you know, in the Old Testament, I guess they they brought the crops in, the first first uh, crops that came in, the uh, firstborn of their flocks, so forth and so on. And I think this has a lot to do with the blessings too, <coughs> the the uh, the tithe offering. And uh, I think if you bring the tithe in, and and the Sabbath day, and some of these other concepts, and reaching out to the poor and the fatherless, and and the stranger and the widow and those that have no helper, I think if yeah. we do those things, those will bring about uh, prosperity. I think, well, both spiritual and, and financial, I suppose. But uh, the spiritual being the most important. Do
1: you think that this prosperity gospel does actually work on the scale of nations? That if a nation, like you said, gives to the poor, it gives to God in a way, and it does those things, that that nation will be kind of a successful yes, nation? Yes, I,
4: def- I definitely believe that. Yeah. I definitely believe that. Because uh, he spoke to you his can, own people, the nation of Israel, you know, yeah. in those along those lines. He so said, you, you follow my concepts and my precepts. And, yeah. My, my some of the, what the things I set up for you, how to live and how to do right, you'll be prosperous. You'll do well. You
1: know, I can think back to the and, British uh, Empire and they, how they had, they had missionaries across the world, and they were the most powerful empire in the world. But they were sending missionaries all over the place, and then they stopped, and we started sending missionaries all over the place, and we became a pretty strong nation. Mm. And if that, you know, dies up, then that's right, you that's wonder, a, you know, who's the next one to?
2: And I think I heard. Anyway, maybe yeah. within the last 10 years, that uh, South Korea has a lot of
4: missionaries. They do. Yeah. They do, yeah. Out there. Those Samsung right. products. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, guess, uh, I guess a bunch of South Korean guys pulled up to the abortion clinic you know, up in Ocala one time. And uh, we asked them, I said, uh, is, is, a, is it kind of a Christian country or South Korea? Oh, yes, yeah, it's a Christian country. We have many churches and so forth. Do you guys send out a lot of missionaries and things? And they said, Yes, sir, we do send out a lot of missionaries. I said, well, that's very good. How about abortion? You got have many abortions or anything over there? Well, officially it's against the law, but uh, there are some done in, in, in dark corners and alleys, yeah. things like yeah. that. But uh, basically it's against the law and so forth and so on. And I, I thought, so, gosh, what a country. And, and they are prosperous. South Korea is quite a prosperous country. They've got a lot of manufacturing. And they mm-hmm. sell a lot of automobiles. Yes. They do quite well. you know. And, Mike, you yeah. mentioned
2: uh, being at the abortion clinic, and we're going to definitely have you back and have a whole... Conversation on that, and your work, and sure. the amount of years and hours and, and what you've done for that—that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. great ministry that you have through the church here. So, we definitely right. want to have you back on and talk about that.
4: <laughs> that sounds good, Mike. Glad, glad. Uh,
1: something else <clears> though. <throat> if we go back into history, way on back. Um, People used to keep around like talismans and like lucky charms, you know, rabbit's foots and things and some people were lucky in life And it's like how are they getting lucky like that? And they would want to copy it and the Israelites they came through this all the time God said I'll be your provider and then when things weren't provided the way they wanted to and they see the other nations around them Doing pretty good. They're like, what are your gods doing? And you know, can we get some of that? And so they started doing you know with the Canaanite gods and the Mm -hmm. things that they would do and It seems like that's always been around. And it's almost now because this country is basically a Christian country, but it's it's a very surface level for most. And it's like, that guy's really successful. He says he's a Christian, might not be very deep into the Bible. It's like, I I need that talisman. I need that lucky charm. And it's like, that is the thing people really go. And so yeah, they're, they're putting
3: like, their faith in the wrong place. Yeah, and it's, that's not a, what Christianity is, and, you know.
1: And uh, I think that's always been around, in a way. Yeah. I know I talked about the TV evangelist, but it, in a way, it's always been that way. Uh,
2: I have here to talk about Psalm 103, which Mike provided us some scripture. But um, Psalm 103, is is it, it praises God for who he is, what he does, and why he does it. And it can be characterized as one of the psalms for the foundation of our lives. And it, it offers a glimpse of what Jesus can and will do for our lives. And, and for instance, um, it, you know, it praise the Lord on oh my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name, praise the Lord my soul and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems you, your life from the pit, and crowns you with love and compassion who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles going to verse 6 the lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed he's made known his ways to moses his deeds to the people of israel the lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love he will not always accuse nor will he harbor his anger forever He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to his iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is love for those who fear him. Verse 12, as far as the east is to the west, so far as he has removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we were formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass; they flourish like a flower in the field, and the wind blows over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more, but from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey His precepts. The Lord has established his own throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules all over. Praise the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all who work in his domain. To kind of sum it up, it's Psalm 103. He forgives our sins, everyone. Okay, That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. He heals our diseases, everyone. That's a blessing. He redeems you from hell saves your life that's a blessing he crowns you with love and mercy he gives us a paradise crown that's a blessing he wraps us in goodness in eternal beauty we're going to be beautiful and young in his presence in heaven that's a blessing that's a blessing that we need to hold on to and not and that's where we need to dwell in in that place of blessing
1: yeah, I Not think a, I think it's so easy to get stuck in like this short lifetime we have. It's eighty years, you know, give or take. Um, but <laughs> eternity, I mean I can't even imagine a ten thousand year yeah. lifespan. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be more than that. And there are things that you can pick up in a in a fallen world, you know, little little changes in your character that like God wants to it's almost like you're hot metal and God's hammering it in and like the hard times that come across they kind of build your character up. And if you weren't if you hadn't gone through them, you wouldn't have had those character moments. And in eternity, you're not going to have the opportunity to build those character moments. Yeah, with, I don't know. With the health
3: and wealth, they, they're kind of talking. So seems like they're kind of talking about if you're going through hard times, it's because you haven't paid enough or you yeah, haven't prayed I, enough. And it's like, I don't think so, man. Because I think those are the times when when we're being built up. And something I'd heard before that I, I really liked was when when you're on the food you eat on the mountaintop doesn't grow on the mountaintop. Yeah. Nothing grows oh, on yeah. the mountaintop. Food you eat up there grows in the valley. So when you are at the lowest and you're, you're thinking, you know what I mean, times are tough, times, whatever's happening, that's where you're growing. And when you're on the mountaintop, that's where you're going to eat from.
2: You think about what we learned had two weeks ago in Sunday school lesson, that Moses was a shepherd for his father-in-law for 40 years, hmm. and God had him there training him. To be a shepherd for 40 years of a different flock you yeah. know and not that that was a low time in moses life but you don't know yeah, he, he may you have thought god has a plan for yes <laughs> yeah. that valley is the food that you're going to be eating up on the top of the mountain that's I, very I do, good i
1: also want to make sure we say you know we're irrigating the desert too that god is a providing God, and He may heal you. He's a healing God too. It may—it's His will. Whatever He wants to do is what He's going to do. And if you ask Him, and your will lines up with His will, it's going to happen. It's going yeah, to happen. I also think Just sometimes to make sure that's clear. You know,
3: sometimes people get confused with with healing, thinking that healing has to happen here. Yeah. When when it, when you know, death isn't necessarily a bad thing because when it happens, we hopefully get to go be with God, and we are healed
2: right
1: for eternity the perfect the perfect thing story i've heard that sums up this this conflict is it doesn't sum it up but it brings it out was i knew a guy a friend of mine who there had a loved one who's in hospice and he brought his son with him to say goodbye to i think it was their granddad or great-granddad something and uh they went he's like son we're gonna go in here we're gonna say goodbye to granddad and they walk in and his son's like dad let's pray for him to get better and get out of hospice and like his dad's like no we're here to say goodbye and the son <laughs> his faith was like let's get him off the bed and that's the that's the trouble. It's like, what yeah. is God's will? We don't want to be weak Christians and not pray God's will. What if God did want to take him off the bed? Mm-hmm. You know. And then, what do you think about that, Dad? That is well, like yeah. th- I think that is perfect. Uh, the struggle there. I think
4: God's wisdom is revealed to the to the youngest ones, and the, and the youngest ones are not supposed to have much wisdom according to, to adults. Yeah. But many times God gives oh, them do. the wisdom yes. and makes us look kind of dumb. Yeah, isn't? I think so
1: sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, yeah, there's sometimes I'll times.
3: be I'll be with Josiah and I'll be saying something and he'll say something. You know, he's. Almost seven years old, and I'm like, you don't days. know what you. Well, I taught him. Hang on a was... second. That's, that's Did he just real. make sense?
1: Did he just teach me something? <laughs> like, this but is I think the things
4: of this world are just temporal. We have to remember that, you know. These, these things we have—the clothes we wear, our houses, all the wealth, all the hard work we put into a lot, so many things that we're quite proud of in a lot of cases. <laughs> They're just temporal, and we're going to leave these things and probably never see them again. Uh, We'll never see their houses again. We won't see this land again. We won't see a lot of things again here. We'll see our family members again and those kind of things. But these things basically around us are just temporal things. And to gain the whole world and lose our own soul or just to gain the whole world— you know what is it? It's we have gained much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the kingdom of God that we need to be gaining, and not yep. and not the world. The worldly things, but it does give us a chance in this life to prove our metal, to prove our metal before God. It gives us an opportunity to the struggles of this life to show Him what we're made of and how much faith we have in Him. And you know, if we were in heaven, how you gonna prove anything in heaven? Everybody's everybody's got it great up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here you don't need faith up there. <laughs> That's right. A person has to struggle and. And prove themselves. You can't get us, it's an opportunity to prove yourself. Some people don't want to, but it's an opportunity to prove how much you love him, how much you honor him, how much you stand by him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's a a good opportunity for us. But the things are temporal and we don't want to get too wound up. And I think the prosperity message gets us wound up in things that are not as important as we think they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're just not there. Just the importance is not there. Yeah, uh,
3: they kind of maybe preaching if you give enough you'll get what you deserve like the more money you give you'll you give a dollar we'll turn it in 10 you give 10 dollars, yeah, turn it into 100 and it's like it's like i think you're missing the point we're, investment program. we're already <laughs> we're already giving more yes. than we deserve did did we deserve somebody to die for our sins and and said no No. we don't we don't deserve any of what we have so we can't there's no dollar amount we can
1: put on that hey did you guys read if you read mere christianity he talks about um imagine a boy who gives his father six pence i don't know what six pence are but he says imagine he gives him six pence and says i'd like or no the the father says he says dad can you have six pence to go buy you a birthday present and so the dad gives him six pence. He goes and buys a birthday present. He says, Nobody thinks that the get the dad is six pence good on the transaction. Everything we have has been given to us, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's right. not like you can give God more than what he's given to you. Mm-hmm. I, the the statement or the scripture says that God owns the cattle on a Thousand Hill. And it wasn't to say God could give you whatever he wants. It's you can't pay off God. He's got everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just in, you know, holding it by the way sixpence none the richer that's where they got that name from okay c.s lewis <laughs> I,
2: I like to listen to uh john MacArthur of grace to you and he, he's just got a good knowledge like kinda, huh? yeah i know but uh, and, and he says that, that that you gotta record any better and he's always you got to record a benefit that you get a, a prayer benefit any type of benefit any type of blessing benefit because that's yeah. the, in psalms that's what david does he just has spontaneous praise based off a recorded benefit he had. Mm-hmm, and that's what, I mean, when I was an early Christian, you know, one of the, I didn't know much. I was going to Bible study, trying to figure it out. But like tithing was one of the things that I knew how to do. And 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 so I saw some, I saw God work in those ways where I got a bonus and it paid, you know, we I messed up the air conditioner and it paid the air conditioner. And I had just enough to tithe the right amount. And I saw God working in that, but that's where I was focused at that time. And that's not all God can do. Mm-hmm. He can provide blessings in in with regards to evangelism and to spiritual and to prayer and if if you're not doing that and you're not recognizing that benefit, and just think about that the 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 praise you can give God based off of something oh, yeah. like that is is yeah, you take
1: t- ten minutes to think about what God's done for you. I don't care what yes. what place you're at you can you can think of a few things mm-hmm. yes. um easily. You're alive. How about that? <laughs> uh, but you know there is those stories in the Bible, and and like you know, there's Daniel in the lions den. God closed the mouth of the lions. You know he's he's acting on the natural world, and there's tons of stories like this through the Bible. But then you know there's Paul who uh, had a physical affliction, and he asked three times for God yeah. to take it from him, and God finally answered, "No, hmm. my grace is sufficient for you." You're going to go through this, Paul. I don't know. Paul didn't know what for, but there's a reason for it. And that's the other thing. We know so little. Like how could we know anything? Yes. Um, and you know Daniel and the lions then they closed the lions mouths, but they were first century Christians who were fed the lions in the Colosseum and those mouths didn't get closed. Those teeth ate those Christians. Mm-hmm. And uh, you might be put on this earth to endure trials. Like that might be what God has for you. You might get eaten by a lion. As some
2: person, you might might be. You might, that, You that may be the prayer warrior for people going through trials but, because that's what you've yeah. endured for Yeah. F- your 40-year you know, training in the it's, desert like Moses did. There's
1: some plan there that you just don't know. You don't know the details of all of this, and you have to just go forward. My wife was uh, diagnosed with cancer... Uh, months ago? September, what not I don't know. When it first happened, um, I was in fear that I was going to lose my... I didn't know anything about breast cancer. I, if you catch it early, it was like a 90% survival rate. It's... it's Nowadays, it's nothing to be afraid of. And I was in fear... <laughs> well, okay, okay. But I was in fear that <laughs> I was going to lose her, and I was going to have to figure out life without her. And then, all of a sudden, I'm like, why should I be afraid of these kinds of things? It's so temporary. I'm going to miss her. If, if that ever happened, I would miss her, but... It's still what are you laughing at? I'm being on, serious here. The look on <laughs> like, just I can just read the Bible. I know
2: I can read the manual on how to use a dishwasher. I'm not worried about <laughs> that. I'll figure it I wasn't out. I'm worried
1: about Josiah. Yeah. She's got Josiah yeah. down back, yeah. man. I don't know how to control that kid. But <laughs> Don't worry, I'll tell you. You shouldn't up. live in fear. Like the eternity that's coming is so great that even the the first century Christians who were fed to lions, they had faith in God, and they didn't yes. care. I mean, they might have cared a little, but they didn't care about lions. They had eternity to gain. Yeah. You it's, know? That's
3: kind of like, uh, what was it, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whenever they were getting put on the fire, they're like, that's fine. You can put me in. If, yeah, if you do, I have faith. To be yeah, they they weren't.
1: They didn't care one bit. It. If they would have got burned alive, they
3: wouldn't have cared. Yeah, they wouldn't, and they and, said and that. And that's they important said, to know. I don't think they would have cared. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, they said that. I mean, you know they said it themselves they it, might
1: have cared because it would have been painful but i mean in the temper, long run yeah in, it, in they, the long run it's they were happy to do it i think yeah. what Do you think Dad? Do you think i'm off on that
4: no no i'm sure they were f- somewhat fearful yeah. any man a human being would be but you know they they stood with their god and they said we no matter if god delivers us or he doesn't deliver us we will not bow down to your image yeah. mm-hmm. and so they stuck with god and god delivered them. you know he delivered them that thing and i guess jesus himself was down there in the pit with him from what i, from what I understand in the bible and the king Nebuchadnezzar was amazed by that. You know, he, yeah. he was shocked by that. He said, "What kind of God can deliver after this sort? <laughs> 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 He'd never seen anything like that." <laughs> and of course, he went on to say some other things. You know, and he meant "Offends the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, his house shall be made a dunghill, and the people should be killed. You know? <laughs> Anybody that offends this this God of theirs, because no God can deliver after this sort. You know, he mm-hmm. was just quite amazed by
3: it. It it had to be." That because they 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 didn't make fire retardant clothing back then.
4: (laughs) I said not even their clothes had any smell of fire on them. You know, there was no indication of fire at all on them at all. Yeah, perfect condition.
3: That that Mm -hmm. just not having the smell of smoke's a miracle right there. I mean, I I do burns for for work. I do prescribed burns sometimes, and boy, it's days before I can get the smell out of my hair and out of my nose and out of it's everything for a week after I do a burn.
4: I know.
1: What's the final verdict, Dad? What do you think about all this?
4: Oh uh, well, well, uh, I think it's a good subject, a very interesting subject, and uh, and I wonder cutting down God's blessings. Uh, his blessings are very; he's very kind and merciful to us, and I think he cares about us, and that's why he blesses us. He he wants us to be comfortable. He wants us to do to do well and have an abundant life yeah. on this earth, and the Bible backs that up. You know, an abundant life. And,
3: yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever we would ever get any sort of punishment from the amount of money we make. It's what we do with it. Because thank God for rich Christians. Because if everybody made yeah. if everybody was able to tithe what i tithe dude we wouldn't be able to reach a fraction <laughs> of the people we meet you know what I mean, that we can because right. there are people who who have a, a very comfortable living and they make a very yeah. good amount and they're able to to tithe and offer a lot more than what i can with with my measly salary so thank god for rich christians <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: all right well that's good well thank you my mr hamlin for stopping by and uh, again, uh, thank you for everyone. And this will be the end of our podcast. We, we talked about health and wealth gospel, but as Josh said, we believe in the gospel that can be reached to be reached by the poorest person, uh, nation, country, person. And if the gospel is suitable for them, then it, it's the gospel. I if it's not, Pastor
1: Darrell, but... Yes, <laughs> you did quote Pastor
2: Darrell. <laughs> and we'll end with a Pastor Darrell quote. Yeah, Say it you again, go. Josh. <laughs>
1: I don't remember exactly how he said it. But if the gospel doesn't work in the poorest countries and the poorest places, then it's probably not the gospel.
2: Amen to that. I I like it.
0: All right, y'all. We just want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. The Whatsoever Things podcast is just a group of folks sitting around talking about their faith, and it does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the leadership of Oxford Assembly of God. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe in whatever your favorite podcast application is. And if you'd like to find out more information about our church, you can visit our website at www.oxfordag.org. That's O-X-F-O-R-D-A-G.org. We'll see you next time.